Welcome to the Feathered Desert, a podcast all about desert bird feeding in the southwestern region of the United States. So, welcome to the Feathered Desert. This week's podcast is called The Southwest Has One, Two, Three, Four, or More. So Arizona sits in the middle of Thrasher territory. Our corner of the Southwest has four different Thrashers that call our deserts home. All four of these Thrashers are non-migratory, they're territorial, they mate for life and eat insects and spiders. Their territories might overlap only if they are of not the same species. And this is interesting. So such as the Kerrville Thrasher will share territory with a Crisol Thrasher pair, but not with another Kerrville Thrasher pair. So they are similar, yet not. And as the saying goes, so close, yet so far. And our first one is the Kerrville Thrasher, which is the most widely dispersed and most adaptable to living with humans. And Kirsten has that one. Yes, this I love this Thrasher. I just fell in love with it when I moved to the desert southwest. The Kerrville Thrasher has strong legs and a long decurved bill, which means its bill curves down. And this gives the Kerrville Thrasher the perfect tool for hunting insects in the punishing deserts, canyons, and brushlands that are its home. That's also our home. The long bill also keeps that long-legged insect prey at safe distance, just in case you're picking up something that might want to bite you back, and comes in handy for foraging and nesting among spiny plants, especially cacti. This species is so typical of the deserts of the American Southwest and Northern Mexico that its whistled wheat wheat call is often the first vocalization that visiting bird watchers learn. I will admit it's the first one I learned when I moved out there. The curved-billed thrasher actually has two different looks. The curved-billed thrasher of the Chihuahuan Desert of Texas and Central Mexico has a lighter breast, more contrast more contrasting spots, pale wing bars, and white tail corners. The Arizona or Western bird of the Sonoran Desert has a grayer breast with less obvious spots and inconspicuous wing bars and smaller, more grayish tail corners. It might be difficult to tell the difference between these two uh, birds, and it's still up for debate whether they're two separate species or they're just differences in population color. So don't worry if you can't tell the difference. It's not really a big deal. The curved-billed thrasher of the Arizona Sonora Desert population favors creosote bushes, saguaro, choya cacti, and palo verde trees. These birds forage on the ground for a variety of insects, spiders, and snails, along with fruit and seeds. They use their bills to sweep back and forth through leaf litter and soil, tossing large pieces of vegetation to one side to uncover insect prey. That's why when you look out in your garden and there's a big old mess there, that's what happened. And if any of you live close to cows, they also are known for flipping cow chips because they're looking for those bugs that are underneath there. 
So curb-billed thrashers do not use their long legs for scratching in the leaves like we see some of our smaller birds. They actually use their legs to provide leverage and the tail provides support. And that's because, like we just said, they use their beaks instead. Now, they're not cavity nesters. These, build, these birds actually build stick nests in cactus, such as ocotillo, choya, or in creosote bushes. And these birds do mate for life, and they maintain a territory all year round of about 5 to 11 acres. I thought that was pretty big for such a small bird. I think so, too. Okay, so the next one is the uh, Crisol Thrasher. And um, Kirsten and I saw this one summer running across a parking lot. Yeah. So the Crisol, Crisol Thrasher, a lanky gray-brown bird of desert washes, the Crisol Thrasher generally stays hidden and close to the ground as it probes for insects and seeds with its long curved bill. It may be easily mistaken for the curved bill thrasher with its long tail and light orange eyes, except for the subtle black and white mustache, rich cinnamon patch under the tail, and pale unspotted belly. Its mellow musical song makes it one of the finest desert songsters around. It also has a much more curved bill mm. than the cur curved bill thrasher. The chrysal Thrashers are sedentary creatures. They almost never venture more than a mile or so from their home point. The chrysal thrasher runs and walks around its territory more than it flies. Even when disturbed by a predator, this thrasher is most likely to run away to get undercover. Crisol thrashers live in desert and dry, scrubby, or brushy habitats, especially along dry creek beds or in canyons and foothills. Also, brushy riparian, riparian corridors and mesquite, mesquite, oh my gosh, mesquite <laughs> thickets. That was a tough sentence. Crisol <laughs> thrashers' habitats overlap per bill thrashers' habitats, but truly they stay very much in the southwest the corner of Texas, New Mexico, Arizona, and southeastern corner of California. So they barely, they barely go up into the Coatville Thrasher's territory. Crisol Thrasher's are an insect and spider eater like the Curbville Thrasher, and Crisol's use its legs as leverage for foraging for insects. The chrysal thrasher pairs usually defend nesting territories year-round, and males sing any time of the year to mark their territory. And chrysal thrashers have nests that are set in very dense shrubs or trees about four feet off the ground, and these thrashers will not be attracted to bird feeding stations. It's just not their thing. That's all right. All and right, let's look at... Thrasher number three, yes. which I say Ben Dyer. Ben Dyer's thrasher. Yeah, that sounds good to you. Okay, good. So if I'm saying it incorrectly, I apologize, but it certainly looks like Ben Dyer's thrasher. This thrasher is a secretive bird of open desert habitats. It is a lanky, dusty brown songster with a curved bill that is somewhat shorter than the other thrashers on our list today. 
Ben Dyer's Thrasher spends most of its time on the ground, like a lot of our Thrashers, and they will once again be catching insects or they'll be digging them out of crevices in the ground. Ben Dyer's Thrasher's range overlaps with the curve-billed Thrasher's, but they are more comfortable in open areas, shorter vegetation, while the curved-billed Thrasher uses cactus forests and stream corridors. So that's a good way to tell the difference. What you're looking at is maybe where your environment is. So the Ben Dyer's has a bill almost like a woodpecker that they use to extract insects lodged in the ground. And it will actually hammer away until it frees its prey. That's also another way to tell you're probably not looking at a curb-billed thrasher because I've never seen them hammer away at anything. The Bendire's thrasher builds bowl-shaped nests lined neatly with grasses, animal hair, and feathers. That sounds comfy. <laughs> Crisol thrashers are non-migratory and their population is on the decline due to habitat loss. I think that leaves us with one more. So our last one is the Licantes Rasher. And I put the, these are actually listed in the order of um, conservation, um, conservationist populations. So the curb-bill thrasher is not in danger. It's not necessarily on the decline. And so as you st we started with them, they have the largest territory, and then we went down. So the Crisol and the Bendares, and now the Lacontes Thrasher is the most endangered, and it has the smallest territory. Mm. So a pale, it's a pale, sandy, gray-colored bird with unmarked wings, a dark eye, and a curved bill. Lacontes Thrasher is a ghost of a bird that often runs on the ground with its tail held up across the desert flats. Lacante's thrasher, when alarmed, chooses to flee on foot like a miniature roadrunner. This thrasher lives in sand low sandy, open low sandy areas, open deserts that are home to a few bird species. Over most of the range, the plants that they like are choya, cactus, creosote, yucca, and mesquite but spread thinly. So there's lots of open areas and sand dunes between the plants. These birds thrive in desert habitats with very little rain, fall, and air temperatures that are among the highest reported on Earth, like Death Valley. So they are found in that sliver um, of habitat that's called Death Valley. Lacantes uh, thrashers eat insects and spiders, along with lizards, snakes, and an occasional bird's egg. Lacantes thrasher's breeding season begins in December. So that's, there's a distinction right there. The female builds a twiggy cup nest, nest in a thorny bush. This bird lives in remote forbidding habitats, making it difficult to um, count their population trends and keep track of them. It is on the conservationist watch list due to destruction of its desert habitat and um, by development, grazing, off-road vehicles, and fire. And you think with the hot air that it would be safe from us, <laughs> no. but it's not. So the Lacantes uh, has the smallest range, as I stated before, of all four thrashers occupying just a sliver of Southeast California, the Southern corner of Nevada, 
very southwest corner of Arizona and a slip of Mexico. So in closing, as I said at the beginning, these uh, birds, all these thrashers, they have some similarities that bring them close, but then they have some very definite um, distinctions that put set them apart. And two of the four Southwest thrashers bird populations are in the decline uh, so far that um, they are on conservation's watch list. So hopefully putting this information out there will help draw some attention their way so that they have a chance of adapting and overcoming norms intrusion in their landscapes. We can always hope. <laughs>